Sorry, uh, I came in late. I was. Uh, we are. We are popular at our church. There are worse what ways can, to be. What can I say? Yeah. And uh, and so everybody was stopping us to to talk to us. So. And you didn't you didn't look them in the eye and say, "Excuse me, sir and or madam, I have a podcast to record." I did not. I did not say that. <laughs> I I have to be. I don't know why I have to be so so polite to everybody and actually start a conversation. I should have just walked away, like you do the salesman in the middle of the mall. You know, where oh, it's like, yeah. don't make eye contact, just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. Sometimes I feel bad for just like, like I'm not known for walking quickly as you could tell by the everything about me, <laughs> but like I do, I do feel like I go a little bit faster to get away from like, it's almost like a, what's that? Like the John Mulaney bit when he's like, someone's in a, a bathroom and you turn into a carnival barker. If someone's like, excuse me, sir, would you like a watch? I'm like, no, no, I, I wouldn't. And I walk just a little bit, a little bit faster. I like how you made them a, uh, their voice, like a, a 1930s, like, uh, like a newspaper or, boy. Yeah. Like on the news report, you know. Well, I mean, you know, we've gotta we've gotta give personality for these people that I'm definitely making up. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good voice. I liked it. I like voices. Well, I mean, with that, with that type of line, it's either the newspaper person or the uh, the person. You, did you ever watch the Great Muppet Caper? Yes. And he's like, "You want to buy a watch?" And he has that trench coat full of watches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in um, Hercules, where the guy comes up and he's like, "You want to buy a sundial?" <laughs> I feel like that's definitely one of those like jokes for the adults, but it's not an adult joke. Yeah. Man, yeah. those were those were the days. Those are the best jokes. Out makes agree. those as an adult makes those movies more bearable. Well, uh so what's been going on with uh with you, John? Well, two uh two big things for me, I guess two things I wanted to talk about of note. Um one, I finally finished the main story of Assassin's Creed Origins. <gasps> Yay! And I have to tell you, Jay, you might not like this. The ending sucks. Oh, no. It's so... The rest of the game, the pacing is so good. The plot is so good. And the end of the game feels so rushed. Uh. It's like everything happens so quickly. There's not really like a... It doesn't feel organic. It feels like the ending is like we're going to force things to happen this way to make sense for the rest of Assassin's Creed as a whole. Yeah. And like the end of the game is essentially an hour plus of glorified cutscenes. Which I yeah. love because they're beautiful, but I don't love because they're not fun. <laughs> did, have you played? Did you get the Hidden's one, the Hidden One DLC? I do not have either of the DLCs. Um, okay. I've thought about it just because I have the game itself on Game Pass, and I mean the DLC at this point is probably going to be like five or ten bucks. So if you that, get that's the not really... Hidden Ones DLC, I think you'll really enjoy that. Okay. Um, so when I bought the game, I bought the game where it was the what I think they call it like gold edition Mm -hmm. now where it has all the added stuff to it. Yeah. So all the DLC, all the, um, extra gear you could have gotten all that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess what basically what used to be known as the game of the year edition. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, uh, I really liked the hidden ones DLC because it really kind of wrapped up the whole story for me in a nice little bow. Cause then it, what it does is it jumps ahead by like, I want to say like 10 years or something. Oh, wow. And so the the hidden ones themselves, because they're not called assassins yet. Uh, they're just called the hidden ones. And they are, um, it, it just kind of, it, it, it shows how they got started, uh, that they, they are like more of a, uh, a brotherhood. Like a, like a, a club. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got our little gangs. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, 
that's kind of how it felt when you get the the hidden ones clubhouse unlocked like you can't go to it you have to fast travel to it uh-huh. and i mean it has the store full of gold weapons and equipment i was like well that's fun i do enjoy that but i mean i was using gold equipment and stuff that i had got level like 20 and 25 and i just leveled it up for the rest of the game yeah so um all in all i think it's a it's a really really good game i just love 95 percent of it yeah well, I, I I can understand that. I'm glad you enjoyed the rest of it. Oh yeah, it's a stunning game. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, and uh, Bayek too. I just really like him as a character. I yeah. thought he was neat. Yeah, uh, um, he was one of those characters that I was hoping they would bring back because I, I really enjoyed him. Okay, he does not die in the DLCs. Noted. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did also notice that uh, Game Pass recently added Odyssey, okay. which I mean it's on Game Pass, so I get it theoretically for free. So I mean. I have to fill a Might month until well. I have to fill a month until Call of Duty comes out anyway. So Might as well. Yeah. Um and then that it was, was the uh, Oh go for it, sorry. Well, I need I was just gonna say I need to finish that one. Uh that was one that I, I started and, and I just kinda got bored with it. Yeah. And so I stopped. That's everything I've heard. Is like and, it uh, should be like going to it after Origins, you want it to be better than it is. Yeah. 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 So I, I need to go back to it and finish it because I'm sure the story is good. Um I played as Cassandra. Who is the canon character, I believe. From what I, yeah, from what I understand. Yeah. You have the option of, what is it, Alexios and Cassandra. Yeah. yeah. And Cassandra shows up in a few missions of Valhalla or just DLC? Like yeah, DLC uh, missions. some recent missions that they uploaded recently. Okay. Yeah, she shows up. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Valhalla is nowhere near my radar, obviously, because I, you know, haven't touched Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Yeah, I don't blame you for staying away from Valhalla. Yeah. Um, um, but the other the other thing that I did a lot this past weekend and this past weekend exclusively was the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 open beta. Oh, yeah? Was this past weekend. And I've I, heard good things. I had so much fun. Oh, good. I had so much fun good. Um, playing like a multiplayer FPS with friends again. Like, I, I guess a PvP multiplayer shooter. Because my friends and I have played Back for Blood a decent amount recently, and that's a deceptively fun game because you can tailor it to your play style over time, and that customization like that is always going to get me. I think that's super cool. Um, but the Call of Duty beta is what I've been missing since the last Modern Warfare game, so I'm very excited for it. Um, as a pre-order bonus, I get the campaign a week early, which is plenty of time to beat the campaign and then just full send into multiplayer. So I am I actually I actually took time off work for Call of Duty launch this year, which I haven't done in since I've been full time at anything since I've been full time. So very excited for for both of those things. Very cool. Well, no uh, no real <laughs> updates for me. Uh, as far as uh, gaming goes, I, um, I I really haven't done anything. I, I did buy a control because uh, it was only like 10 bucks. I remember hearing good things. It It's uh, visually, it's stunning. Yeah. It's uh, absolutely amazing. The story is, it's one of those games where um, it's not a very long game, but the game itself is, uh, it's a world building type of thing yeah. where there's just a lot of like lore to the to the universe that they created and so exploring that and like it's one of the first games i've played well i guess since like probably new vegas oh where not a recent game i i actually i i had more fun finding like random documents and reading those than i did like actually like going out into the world and trying to kill everything trying to progress yeah that's really interesting yeah yeah it's it's different from anything i've played recently that's exciting it's 
I'm not. I've, I feel like I've seen some of my friends play that, and none of them went into it with with that type of mindset. They're very much like a run and gun. You know, let's explore the mechanics of this game, but also like beat the game. And you're just like, no, I want to play this game to play the game. And yeah. more in my in my personal opinion, more people should be like that. <laughs> I want to play this game to enjoy it and to have fun. And like, I don't know, it's a hobby, and it it, it is. It, well, and I've, I have I have always been a huge fan of single player games. Mm -hmm. I'm not a multiplayer type of person. Yeah. And so to have a single player game that tells a really good story is very intriguing to me. And I fully enjoy that. So I think that's why I've enjoyed it so much, but it, it is very fascinating. Um, very, uh, X files type of feel to it. So I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I tell you the, the vibes that I got from the times I watched my friends play it, it was very much like Desmond in the Animus in, yeah, in could, like yeah, Assassin's Creed like 2 that. and Brotherhood, like that yes. era of games. Yeah, that's a, that's a good comparison. So I actually actually just thought about that. And then I was like, let's put let's pull all of this together, full circle, your game, me playing Assassin's Creed, even though Desmond hasn't been relevant in like a decade. Like, yeah, that's that's cool. Hey, it works. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. I am Jay, and with me, of course, is my lovely co-host, John, who has his uh, jerseys proudly uh, displayed do. in the background here. I do. I, uh, and something I've, is underneath the mayor jersey, the 18. What that is that? Is, um, so when, I, when we were in Louisville in May... Um, we went to a comic book shop uh, because me um, and they had a bunch of prints of stuff that they were essentially like giving away. They were very, very cheap. And I actually it is actually a print of Speedy of Red Arrow, oh, which cool. I've, I've never been able to find one. And don't get me wrong. I haven't really been like looking for them, but it's unique. I do very much enjoy the Roy Harper character in the media that I have experienced him. Yeah. So getting that to, to hang up in here somewhere. Um was was very exciting and i mean i've had i've had the jerseys for years i just hadn't brought in brought them upstairs yet um i need to get some framed because you probably can't tell um well actually the camera that i'm recording with is a different camera with a different angle but so for you jay um both of those jerseys are signed oh nice and then this one that the camera can see is game worn oh wow so in a perfect world i would have three frames uh but frames are expensive yes they are <laughs> and i need to make a choice and i haven't made a choice yet yes they are so that is probably an, an off-season project for me but we'll we'll see how that goes well this episode is man it's morbid time oh my gosh dude morpheus i no. had morbius i would watch a morpheus movie yes, so much i would too. i absolutely would <laughs> um golly man i so i watched this movie last night and i tweeted about it as i finished the movie i was like you know how you watch a movie that you know is bad and then you're still disappointed anyway i watched morbius tonight <laughs> <laughs> well we will get this, more into it's that so bad man it's later. so bad <laughs> now streaming on netflix um, but first, let's talk a little bit about news. Uh, so the MCU uh, has officially released some movies that are going to be, uh, or officially announced some movies that are going to be released in 2024. Uh, those are Captain America 4, uh, which I believe is called New World New, Order. New World Order. New World Order, uh, May 3rd. 
Uh, Thunderbolts, July 26th, which we talked a little bit about in the previous episode. And then probably one of the biggest announcements, John sent this to me last night, and I was at the dinner table, and I freaked out. Yes. I was super excited. But Deadpool 3, September 6th, with a return with of- Wolverine. Wolverine. The Wolverine. With, with the return of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which- Wolverine, regardless, is a very, very exciting get, um, especially for MCU Deadpool. Um, But if you've been on social media in the past number of years, you know the type of relationship that Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have. And the video with which Ryan Reynolds announced the movie, the release date, and that Hugh Jackman was back was the most fitting way they could have done that. Oh, yes, for sure. Like we so we the movie, the video came out probably around lunchtime yesterday. And obviously that releases a a storm on nerd Twitter. And one of my friends, actually, she sent me the video. She was like, did you see this? And I was like, actually, I don't think I texted her back because we were going to their house to watch a movie yesterday because Tuesday night movie night. And we were talking about it and we're like, this is, it's amazing. Like we're, we're so excited. I just, oh man. So we are getting Deadpool 3 with Wolverine, not just Wolverine, but Hugh Jackman. Mm Mm-hmm as wolverine which is just super exciting and yes you're right the announcement was perfect uh it started out super serious and then ryan reynolds was like i just i don't know what to do from here (laughs) i have one idea and then he just go in he he says out loud hey hugh do you want to you want to return as wolverine you want to come back hugh jackman's walking up the stairs is like yeah sure ryan It's like, it's so weird because every time I don't know about you, but like when I talk about celebrities, I don't talk about them like, oh, you know, Hugh did this or Ryan did that. It's like Hugh Jackman did this and he's like, he is his name like as an entity. So seeing them again, you know, they know each other pretty well. Seeing them just being like, hey, Hugh, do you want to do this? Yeah, sure. Ryan, I don't care. Like it's so casual and it just fits the tone so well. They released a second video of what the plot is about. (laughs) And (laughs) that was pretty good too. They just played Take On Me by Aha over them talking very excitedly. And I'm like, dang, this again, it fits so well. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. So we have that to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Fantastic Four, November 6th of 2024 speaking of fantastic four did you see the bait that john krasinski tweeted last night no he quote tweeted the ryan reynolds hugh jackman video and he was like wait ryan is this our movie and this jerk is doing another movie with ryan reynolds in may of 2024 and he's just farming impressions (laughs) he's just farming a man like it's not the same movie (laughs) Uh, it's brilliant it's so smart but i'm so mad (laughs) so I, I guess my question for you, John, and this is something we can debate for a minute. Um, does this mean that Deadpool is officially in the MCU? Like, is he going to be a part of that same universe? Or is this going to be a separate, independent entity? Mm. Is it a is it a Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters situation? Yes. Which, ugh, the less we talk about that, the better. Except you need to listen to us talk about it later in this episode, please and thank you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we I... apologize in advance. I think it's got to be mainline MCU because I mean, it's, it's not even danced around. It is said explicitly for Deadpool's entrance into the MCU. We wanted to make a statement. Right. And then they very, they said, thank you, Kevin Feige, like very aggressively. They're like, thanks man. We're really excited. You're doing great. Like, and I know this could be there leaning into it too much because obviously it's what they do. Um, but I don't want to think that's true. So I want, I want that to be the main line, 
But the problem with that is Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine for like 25 years now. Um, He can't be Wolverine forever. No. So unless they did some type of weird, the Flash gets stuck in the Speed Force thing in order to recast him in three years, then I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. And uh, I know uh, Hugh Jackman himself has stated that it's been hard on his body having to do what he does for Wolverine, which I can imagine that would be very hard on you. Um, But at the same time, I also know that having an older Wolverine is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. So I I think that it's entirely possible to make that happen. Um, And it'll just be a very clear distinction between the Fox um, mutants and the mutants that we'll see in the MCU. Yeah, I I think that's fair. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, But real quick, jumping off of the MCU, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars, because, you know... Have you been watching it? It's, uh, uh, what, Andor? Yeah, I assume that's the first thing to talk about, is the three episodes of Andor Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. First, yeah, first I want to talk about the games. So this was, this was a, a, uh, actually, this was just announced today. I might have missed it then. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, That's why we're doing that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate this. So John's catching up with the rest of you. I am. Um, So Disney has said that their plan going forward is to create, they want a Star Wars game released every six months. Gross. So every year, that's disgusting. They want a triple A game released. Mm. And then uh, the other game released within that year will be a much smaller scale game, most likely something mobile. Um, that's the plan. I hate that's it. what they're saying. I hate it so, so much. So what we have up first is Eclipse. That game is, that gotta, looks cool. The trailer looks good, but no one knows good. what it is. <laughs> We're assuming it's something in the Old Republic era, maybe? I don't I'm, know. It's very unclear. Yeah, I'm assuming linear single-player game. Star Wars Hunters, which uh, to me looks more like a mobile type of thing, uh, where it's kind of an arena with different yeah. uh, Star Wars characters. Jedi Survivor, which... Oh, give me. Please, yeah. now. Thank you. Give it. I want it now. It Knights of the Old Republic remake. It's I, still happening. I don't think it is, man. It's. I don't think it is. As far as we know, it's still happening. They like, had to start over, but they canned the studio where it was. I actually, I looked into that. They like fired I everybody there. I, well, so they were using a studio in Texas, based mm-hmm. out of Texas, and then they moved to a studio in like Denmark. I want to say something. it was like what'd you say? I thought it was in like Denmark. Like they went yeah, to Europe. I, I was going to say like France or yeah. something. It, it was somewhere in Europe. But I looked it up. It's the same company. It's just different locations. Yes and no. Like it's under the same umbrella. Under the same umbrella, yes, absolutely. Um, but they're different studios inside of the same umbrella. Yeah. So that's not even to say they could have systems that talk to each other. You know. And and from what I've been told, it wasn't even so much the story that they were upset with; it was the way that it looked. I though, and it's been a minute since I read about it. Um, it was the way I remember reading it was that they were upset at how much money had been spent on so little final product. Ah. Uh. Okay. So like a lot of bells and whistles were done, but it was bells and whistles on a car with no engine. That type of that type of situation. Yeah. So I mean, on the one hand, I'm very excited. You just gotta. You have to get in and put your feet through. Ah, Flintstone style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. I on the one hand, I'm excited because that means I don't have to rush to try to find a PS5. (laughs) Right. uh, Because I'm not waiting for that to make it to PC. Like that is a game that I need to play, and I know that. Um. So with it being delayed indefinitely, I can wait until they're in stock. It's right. great. It's great. Right. I'm, I'm not right. mad. It's great. Um, Respawn is making their first person shooter. Oh, it's going to be so good, man. 
Respawn is also making some sort of strategy game. That I don't know. There is something that they're calling Project Ragtag Revival. That sounds like a Western. Yep. That sounds Uh, like a Western. And then Ubisoft Open World. I want that to be good so bad, man. Me too. I love, because I mean, we were just talking, we talked earlier about Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, Odyssey, Valhalla. I'll throw in um, Ghost Recon Wildlands and both of the Division games. They're all, of the games that I've played, again, I haven't played Odyssey or Valhalla. Of the games that I've played, I've loved the open world mechanic. And they're they're all Ubisoft games. So, yeah. Again, as we talked about with Kotor, I don't know what um like what studio under the Ubisoft umbrella they were. I don't think they were all under the same studio. Um, but I know, I know that is in their wheelhouse. Oh yeah, Ubisoft has really, in my opinion, they've kind of been the leader in this whole open world stuff. Like they've really done a good job with it. So I I have full confidence in them. Um, plus I think I tweeted the other day. I realized uh when going through my games. Uh, the other night when trying to decide what to play it's like, like seven out of ten or something half yeah. my games are ubisoft <laughs> so you like what you like i mean yeah obviously they're they've got my attention uh and the whole reason that this is happening i think this is interesting to know too the whole reason that this is happening is because ea has had exclusive rights to the star wars games for a very long time and they biffed it man yeah and well that contract is now expired mm-hmm. and so they did not renew uh solely with ea and so now all these other developers are getting the opportunity to make a star wars game so we've got some options coming up yeah. and i'm super excited about it because you know i remember even as a, a kid you know star wars was kind of anytime they announced a star wars game it caught my attention mm-hmm. because usually there, it was going to be something really good uh you know the star wars Starfighter. uh i mean there's all sorts of star wars games do you remember the pod racing do you remember star wars obi-wan on like yeah. the original xbox uh-huh oh man i loved that game so much it was so good um so that is the Star Wars uh, games, anyway. That's so much. Uh, going back to the MCU, uh, and this is a little upsetting. I know John is going to be upset about this, but there is rumored that Blade uh, might be in trouble. Yeah, I saw that last night. The script yeah. the script is allegedly short. There are rumored to be only two, uh, I call them set pieces, the big high-profile action scenes. Uh, Mahershala Ali is, is apparently not thrilled with something. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's all allegedly anyway, so who's to say? Um, and then, th- this may shock you, uh, but after 15 years, Kevin Feige might finally be too much bread, not enough butter. Yeah. Spread too thin. Yes. Sign us up. We, yeah, we, we right? got you. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, contact information, if you want to get in touch with us, they didn't ask us at gmail.com. We, we, we could give you the personal emails. That's fine. We'll re- have your people reach out to our people. Yeah. Uh, we, we are our people. Um. <laughs> yes, we are. No more, no less. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. That's why we've never had guests. It's the rule of two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are we we are we the enemies? We're the bad guys. Are we the baddies? <laughs> um, oh, and then we uh, I, just a really fun thing. Uh, so I thought this was scrapped. I didn't know this project was still on. But Avatar: The Last Airbender is getting a live action series on Netflix. Uh, they tried the live action series movie uh, that did not work out. Mm. But um, I, I uh, encourage everybody to go look this up if you're interested, uh, just because who they've gotten to play uh, the different characters are, I think, is pretty exciting. Now, just because you have a good cast doesn't mean that it's going to be a good show. Uh, so hopefully they figure that out. But all major roles have been cast for the live action That's exciting. series. So that's happening. And uh, I'm very nervous. 
I mean, yeah. The the fact that they've already tried live action once and failed somewhat spectacularly. Oh yeah. Um, just absolute beautiful nosedive. Yeah. I mean ten out of ten, except they missed the pool and went straight to the ground. Yeah, sure did. Uh, it's it's worrying. Um even for me as someone who who hasn't watched the original series or Korra, um, I've just heard they're both so good. So I need to do that. I haven't done it, and I need to chalk, yeah. chalk it up in the off season. I'll do it in the MLS off season. I'll watch it all. There you go. So um, I with, what what are we what what were you about to talk what, about? What what what? I was just gonna uh, ask about Andor. I haven't seen a single minute of it. <gasps> oh I know. My goodness. I know. This hurts my heart. I know. My little and Star not, Wars heart. It's not a deliberate like like my my Rogue One hot take. Right. I don't like it because it's so completely unnecessary. Um. <laughs> It's not because of that, because I think, was it Diego Luna is the actor for Cassian or yeah. for Andor? I thought he was good. I thought he was really good. Um, it just, I don't know, man. It hasn't, like, the concept of it as a prequel show hasn't grabbed me. And I don't know that it will, unless I hear more momentum of, like, hey, man, this thing's actually, like, really good. And you should probably watch it. Because right now it just is. And, I mean, I'm watching She-Hulk right now, which just is. Like, it's not as good as I wanted it to be, but it's better than I thought it would be. Which is a weird place for a show to kind of exist. Um, but I think I'm, I'm in a wait and see for Andor. I'm gonna gonna need to see more reaction to it. Because I feel like it kind of fell at a weird spot i don't know i haven't seen a whole lot of people talking about it Mm. i um i have watched the first three episodes uh so far i it was a slow start um and it did take up all three episodes to really get the big picture you know of what's going on so i didn't really like that it was very slow moving but i'm hoping now that everything's kind of set up that it'll pick up the pace a little bit okay is it um, is it eight episodes? I'm not even sure. Okay, I just need it to not. If it's six episodes and they release the first three at the same time, that's so lame. <laughs> I don't. I think it's longer than that. Okay, but I'm not sure what's going to happen next. Uh, the one thing that's happened, I will say, and I hope that it wasn't just a huge overlook. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is going to be good. So Cass is uh, he's younger. And he, so you find out he's from like a, a, a third world world where it's a, it's just a tribe and their, their technology, like they have blow darts for weapons. That's kind of cool. And, yeah. he be, and he becomes who he is. That's That's actually really cool. Yeah. And so, uh, the ship crashes and they all decide, oh, Hey, let's go send our uh, teenagers to go check this out. Um, I'm not sure why they send the teenagers. That seems questionable. I was very confused by that. Yeah. I was like, is this whole tribe just made of teenagers? Like where are the adults? Oh, no. What's going on? Why are they, why are they the ones that are going out to this crash ship? So the thing so is, out- the thing is Jay, to get to this civilization, you have to go to the second star from the right and straight on until morning. Oh gosh. <laughs> Think of yes. Christmas, think of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> so so uh, they they go to the ship and, you know, they use their little blow darts and take out everybody. I, it's It was very confusing about what was happening. But on the sleeve of everybody that was on this ship, they all die. But what was on the sleeve was the separatist symbol. There's a separatist symbol? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. You ought to look it up real quick. Is it, just so you know. Is it I'm the type about. of thing like I would recognize it when I see it? I just don't know it by that name. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that symbol. Um, so it was a separatist symbol on their sleeve, but they were human. They weren't robots. So I was like, this is very interesting. Also, what? So I was very, I was very confused. 
I hope they explain it. I hope it wasn't just a, like, a mess up, and they shouldn't have put that, you know? Mm, I don't know. Okay. It looks like the wing of a TIE fighter. Yes, it does. Okay. I got you. I got you. So, uh, so I'll be interested to see what happens with that. That was the one thing that I was, that was, like, a major thing that, that I noticed, and I was like, I hope that wasn't, like, a, they just put a random symbol on them and didn't know what it meant. I would have to think they know what it means just because the era that it has to take place in, because I mean, obviously rogue one is going to take place right before a new hope. And for, for Cassian to be younger, that puts him into the clone wars era. So two, two huge things happen. Well, three things, three huge things happen in this series that has never happened in star Wars before. So I wanted to, to say that real quick. So if you remember in Rogue One, one of the things that they did, which I think they did really well, and it, and it really, to me, it, it separated Rogue One from the rest of what Star Wars was, you know, mm-hmm. um, was that like whenever they went to a new planet or a new sector or whatever, they would like put where they were, you know, they would label it. Yeah. Very, well, the very, very first Star Trek episode, of them. Yes. And in the very first episode, it gives you the year that this takes place. Oh, is it because it's BBY? Yeah. Okay. So, the, so it's five BBY before for, the Battle of Yavin. For, about to, for additional context, yeah, BBY is before the Battle of Yavin. So Yeah, so it's five years before that, which okay. the Battle of Yavin, for those who are still might be like, what? Uh, that's the that's, that's when the that's Death fair, Star yeah. blew up for the first time. That was the Battle of Yavin. Uh, no, I'm not a nerd. What are you talking about? <laughs> I remember my son, it popped up and he was like, what's that? And I was like, uh, BBY is what they named the droids before they ran out of letters and used numbers. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, five BBY is before the battle of Yavin. And he was like, what's the battle of Yavin? (laughs) So I had to give a history lesson. And, um, but, uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing. And, and for, if you have kids listening, you might want to like cover their ears at this part. Uh, but, uh, you actually get to see, like, he goes to a place that it's, uh, it's prostitutes. Huh? He, he goes to a place that like, he's, he's walking down the, like this, uh, this, uh, hallway. Uh, yeah, kind of like this alleyway. Okay. And there's like the, it almost looks like a, like goldfish bowls. And it's, it's totally, uh, where you could buy prostitutes. That's totally what it is huh. because he's going, he's actually, he's, this sounds weird saying this right after saying that, but he's looking for his sister. And so he, <laughs> he's gotten, he's heard that she might, I guess, potentially be a prostitute. And so he's gone to, to try to rescue her. The timing of that is like, oh, well, I, know. I hate, I hate how we got here, but <laughs> <laughs> classic is, Star Wars, right? That is outstanding. Um, so that was the first thing, which was, that was, and, and it, and they do it in a subtle way that like, you know, anybody younger is not going to understand like what's happening, but for everybody that's older is like, oh wow, this is a side of Star Wars that we've never seen before. So what you're saying is it's more subtle than the, uh, death sticks incident of attack of the clones. Yes. Okay. It is more subtle than that. Pretty on the nose. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the sec- the last thing, and this is, you also might want to cover your uh, uh, child's ears if uh, if they're listening to this too. They say shit, guys. It's been a great episode. I have to go watch the show right now. <laughs> Big fan of of profanity um, where it hasn't been before. Three episode uh, episode three uh, and Revenge uh, of the. Sh- <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody's uh, the 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 investigators or whatever they are. I can't remember what they're called, but they're, uh, looking, they're looking into the, to Cassian and, uh, and, uh, they're like being cornered and everything. And they're about to like lose this fight. And he just looks around and he just, he just goes, well, and then says it darn. Yeah. Shoot. Daggum. 
<laughs> Oops. So it's the first time in Star Wars that we actually get a curse word. Sorry, like, that's I, never happened. before. I got really distracted because I was thinking of other like silly ways you could censor, so you could censor things. And if someone was like, "Oh, f me," but he said, "Oh, crunchitize me," because I've I have a bag <laughs> of Captain Crunch on the floor behind me, and I was like, "That's really funny." Oh man, you you all can go crunchitize yourselves. <gasps> Oh, pearls. Yeah, so uh, they they don't say uh, voodoo or, you know, whatever Mm. they usually say. They uh, actually say it. Okay. And to me, that just kind of gives you a good idea of the overall tone of this show. Like, it's, it's it's not your kid, like happy you know hey let's do this guys we're gonna start a rebellion it's uh i mean it's pretty it's pretty intense yeah it's gritty for sure so very intrigued by it and uh excited to see what they do with it that's exciting to see that is yeah the most ringing endorsement of it i've heard so far because again i haven't really heard anyone talking about it so but you know what we heard a lot of people talking about jay morbius we heard so many people talking about morbius um for those of you who may not know morbius is um, a movie in the aforementioned Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters uh, from April. It released April 1st, which is the most fitting thing that could have happened. Um, April 1st, 2022, starring uh, Jared Leto and Matt Smith. Um, and also Tyrese. He has like six lines in this movie. Um, you know what I realized about this movie? It's bad. The trailer for this movie. <laughs> the trailer for this movie was released in 2020. And we are only just now reviewing it. I mean, that's not super surprising, though, because 2020, if a trailer was 2020, that means it was probably scheduled for release 2020 or 2021. Like, we talked about this trailer in season one of our show. Oh, my gosh. And we're only reviewing it in the beginning of season four. That's, man, I kind of want to go, but do you, do you have what episode that was in? I do not. Okay. I kind of want to go back and find that just so we could be like, man, how wrong were we? (laughs) (laughs) of just yeah you know this is the movie and we have these expectations this movie was so bad jay i don't know if you remember this it was so bad that people tweeted about it how bad was it (laughs) people tweeted about it so much that they fooled these dumb movie executives into re-releasing it for a weekend in like june and everyone was like why would you do that we were talking about how bad this movie is we don't want to watch it again that's an actual thing that happened i've never heard of that happening before Nope. Where an average, like the movie exec is like, hey, they keep talking about our movie. It's Morbin time, which again is a meme. It's not relevant. That is making fun of this movie, alluding with the famous phrase of the Power Rangers. Also, it typically memes are not looked upon fondly. Yes. Yes. That is, that is another important. <laughs> They're memes for a reason. Fact. Um, so I guess what, what else is there? Um, starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, directed by Daniel Did, Espinosa. It, yeah um written takes place in the same universe as venom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they try really hard to make it fit into the mcu i i don't kind of. i don't know that they try really hard so much as it is like a hail mary like it was like they made the movie they realized their movie was garbage and they were like what if we made this in credit scene that wasn't related to anything um which again we will we will talk about as we as we get to it um Normally, this is about the time of the review where I would offer to read the plot summary, and um, it's not so much that the plot summary is overly verbose or it's, you know, too long, too wordy, whatever. Um, The plot of this movie is horrid. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. So basically, uh, what was uh, what was Morbius's first name? Michael. 
Michael. So Michael has a, a bloodborne disease where he has to have a blood transfusion like every like three times three, a day. Or three something. times a day. And uh, and he makes a friend who has the same condition, and uh, and so they become best friends. Well, uh, Morbius is very brilliant, very smart, and so they send him to New York to like the one of the best schools so that he can you know be awesome. And, uh, and, and he does, you know, as the plot demands and he, uh, becomes a doctor who wins a Nobel prize and he and says, th- th- no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And I was actually really upset that they didn't show that. Why did they not show that? Why did they not show him denying the prize? Okay. So here's the thing about this movie. Um, they took out a lot of super cool stuff. <laughs> so I didn't learn this until I pulled up the Wikipedia when we were prepping to record. Um, Tyrese Gibson's character, Simon Stroud, is originally in the comic books is a CIA trained mercenary. Um, and for the movie, he's an FBI agent who says something along the lines of like, so Michael Morbius has bloodborne disease. He created fake blood conceptually. Really cool. Yes, yeah, synthetic character like that's it's a really cool thing to have done um so tyrese's character is like hey your fake blood saved my arm in afghanistan i think he said um but the thing about that tyrese gibson describes stroud as a superhero with a high-tech weapons grade arm yeah he has a robotic arm and he has a robotic arm in the trailer they cut every scene with the robot arm all of them he just wears jackets he signed a three movie deal to have his robot arm edited out of this movie. So yes, it's upsetting that they didn't show him that they didn't show Morbius declining the Nobel prize, but I feel like you can make a better movie with the things that happen off screen in this movie, mainly mainly because the things that happen on screen are bad. So in the process, he also, uh, he decides that, or he's been doing studies about, uh, vampire bats and how they survive uh, by living off of other, or by, uh, blood of other animals. And then, uh, how they also have this coagulant in their saliva or something like that, that keeps their, you know, the blood from, uh, you know, causing clots and, and whatnot. And so he decides to, to, he tries to figure out how to merge his DNA with the DNA of a, of a vampire bat. Uh, there, you know, so really quick as an aside, um, has there ever been a movie where they said, what if we spliced our DNA and it worked well? I can't think of a single movie where it's like, hey, what if we combine our DNA with the DNA of this separate organism? And yeah. everyone's like, cool, we are all better for it. <laughs> no, we're here for that. It's never good. <laughs> No, it's never turned out well. No. And then anytime oh, somebody man. brings the animal or whatever back to the lab and puts it in a big goldfish bowl, mm-hmm. like it usually doesn't end well either. Yes. Like there's usually something wrong. Yes. So uh, that's what Morbius does. And um, it uh, doesn't turn out well. He turns into a vampire who has to survive off of, off of other people's blood. If he doesn't, then he will revert back to his old uh, sick self. And uh, in the, in the, in the, in the heat of all that, Matt Smith's character figures this all out and somewhere along the way gets his hands on the serum that turns him to a vampire as well. Uh, we don't find that out until much later. And um, and uh, and then they fight it out and Morbius wins by doing a uh, Kamehameha bat. And uh, and then that's, uh, yeah. that's the end of the movie. And then he flies away. He learns how to fly at some point. Except not really. He doesn't really fly. He kind of like rides the wind. He's a he's a he's an airbender. This movie's trash, <laughs> as you could tell by our confusion describing it. I don't know when you watched this movie, Jay. Um, uh, I watched it Sunday. Okay, I watched it literally yesterday. 
and I'm sitting there watching this movie, trying to give it a neutral opportunity. Every character is flat and bad. The acting, if the flat, bad character is bad. The CG, the CGI is cool. How he has the... The smoky stuff was weird. I, I was here for it, actually. I thought, because it, I mean, it kind of gives you really that... It didn't explain why. I'm sorry? It didn't explain why. Oh, no. No, this movie doesn't explain anything. Uh, that is one of the reasons why it is so bad, is <laughs> things just happen, and you're just supposed to be okay with it. And I don't know about you, Jay. Um, I don't watch movies like that. Like, that was one of the things that I loved about Prey, and I mean, similarly, I loved about Predator, is you see this progression of the characters figuring out, oh man, this is what we need to do. And then at the end of the movie, you know what they do? They do all of those things and it works. And at the end of this movie, no one really understands how anyone has the powers they do. They just know that they're vampires, apparently. And uh, yeah, vampires can do all these things because uh, we said so, no take backsies. <laughs> Not, like nothing is, a, the only thing that's ever explained is the the super hearing echolocation. Yeah. It is explained yeah. very haphazardly and it's almost worse because it is explained poorly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know about you, but Matt Smith's character was felt horrible. very out of place. Like he himself was a very poor choice. I don't know why they chose him. Uh, he I just think, did not fit with the movie. I think he chose them. <laughs> Genuinely, again, I, <laughs> I have... Need, I, I need have, money. Please I have the I have the Wikipedia pulled up, and he said, after turning down other superhero film roles, Smith joined the film due to Daniel Espinosa's involvement and encouragement from former Doctor Who castmate Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula in the MCU. Um... I don't know. He should probably never talk to Karen Gillan again. No, he shouldn't. And, um, (laughs) and also he, you know, you could tell like he himself realized how terrible this script was. And so he decided to just have fun with it and start dancing around the set. Do you, you want to know the vibes that I got from, from Matt Smith in this movie? (laughs) What? I got, uh, Spider-Man three, Tobey Maguire vibes. Yes. And it's not a compliment. It's never Spider-Man three. Tobey Maguire is never a compliment. No, he's just like chaos dancing around when he's like shredded and he like just murdered somebody in cold blood. And he's like, but what if I dance to this like weird, probably copyright free song? It's like, what are we, what are we doing? (laughs) This doesn't fit the tone of any movie, much less this movie, which I guess means it fits the tone of this movie because this movie is so bad. Golly, (laughs) it's horrible. Oh, man. Do you, let me see if I think there's, there's this section on the Wikipedia as future. Let's see what this says. Well, I mean, it's clear that what they're trying to do is they're wanting to create the Sinister Six. Okay, let's, let's talk about that for a second then. The very, very shoehorned in mid credit scene, um, a rift opens up in the sky, similar to No Way Home, which again makes me think that this was shoehorned afterwards because it was originally going to be released way before No Way Home. Right. And the vulture, Adrian Toomes, played by Michael Keaton, appears in prison out of nowhere, which I did think was funny because he was just moved from universe to universe. He was in prison. He stayed in prison. Um he somehow approached, he gets a hold of Morbius. <laughs> the universe knew knew where he belonged. Well, I feel like it's one of those, um, like in a theory of multiple universes, there's an actual, like, if you move from universe to universe, you would move to the same place in the other universe, which this is a, this is a silly conversation for a podcast to have and not like high level physicists, but that's, that's my thought and I'm sticking Welcome to it. Welcome our next guest, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh my gosh. That would be, I would have questions. Uh, Namely, how did you hear of us and can you tell your friends? Um, But he just, yeah, and he just appears in prison wearing prison, like wearing a prisoner's jumpsuit. And they're like, hey, you know what we should do? I think we should release him. Like, I mean, I get it because in your universe, he has no criminal record. uh, But 
but in your universe he has no possessions how does he get the vulture suit yes that's that's the question that's the biggest question (laughs) so he gets the vulture suit morbius drives out into the country instead of riding the wind as he spent like a third of the movie flying around um he drives to the middle of the desert and they're like we should this is something to do with spider-man we should we should get a team together and it's like it's like it's it's Michael Keaton in the observatory with the lead pipe. They're just killing you with how obvious this is. And it's just man, man, it's so bad. Nothing the only good thing about this movie is the fact that there are end credits because that means it's over. There's not a single redeeming thing about this movie, I don't think. Um, but now that I have uh, full, fully bombed it, uh, future in January 2021, again, a year before the release of the movie, um, Leto said there was potential for Morbius to appear alongside the Blade character with Mahershala Ali cast in that role for the MCU. Um, I will give you the one context in which I would be okay with that. Jay, you ready for this? So do you remember those G.I. Joe movies from the 2010s? Yes. And you know how the first movie was really bad and then yes. they made a second movie? That was also not great. Okay, but it was the second movie was at least fun. Okay. Um, but you know I'll give you that. You know how they started the second movie after having a notably bad first movie? Yeah, they killed the entire first cast. They killed the like every returning character dies in the first ten minutes of that movie. If Blade next year <laughs> kills starts, Morbius in the first five minutes of the movie. It would be the single greatest thing the MCU has ever done. <laughs> I would love it so much oh man how awesome would it be if what if they started out like (laughs) morbius is there and he turns like he's like crouched down he turns around and looks at the camera and says something like it's morbin time and then blade just comes out of nowhere and his head just totally decapitated not i feel like what would make it better was if it wasn't even the mahershala ali blade if it was like a fan edit of wesley snipes (laughs) <laughs> they just took footage from the the Blade movies of the early 2000s and they just made this super cut of him killing Morbius. Yep. I I need that to exist. It probably does and I'll look at it later. Um but it's this movie's so bad, man. It's so bad. Yeah, it was oh. uh it was definitely one that I finished it up and and just thought, well, I don't think there's going to be another one. Um I hope not. It it made and money. I think this uh I think this Sony Marvel say it character say it. spump spump what I think uh I think I think it might be dead. I hope so. I hope so uh, so which, bad. You know, I'm okay with that. Nuh-uh. Uh, they changed the name. Jay, it is no longer the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. It's now it the now? SSU, Sony's Spider-Man Universe. Oh. They killed all of our fun. <laughs> Man, that's the most Sony thing they could have done. Hey, here's this thing that's dumb, but it's fun. Hey, what if we changed that? Thanks, Sony. <laughs> I'm upset. I guess I'm not upset. I am nonplussed. It's a shame that they didn't do Sony's Universe of Spider-Man. It could be sus. We all know. I think start the petition. Somebody change.org this. We need to make this happen. <laughs> so sus. They are well, they are not doing vents or they're not doing uh, uh trash in labs. And that's an Among Us reference in 2022. What a what a day. Well, that is my yawn is a perfect example of how I felt by the time this movie ended. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, this movie is bad. Glad uh, glad that's done. Won't be watching that ever again. No. 
which means of course we will watch it again in like five to ten years and we'll be like oh yeah this movie is still as bad as we thought it was yep you know there's like six characters in this entire movie and none of them are good yeah that's that's oh, outstanding and then how about let's let's just add into how the girlfriend also turns into a vampire after he bites her yeah, and they don't explain that at all it was for the sequel i yeah, but i, mean, I understand like, it it's just never gonna happen no like that is a as far as movie making goes if the movie were good that would be a brilliant like people would say like oh that's great that adds the it adds a conflict for a sequel because then you have to assume she would still want to be a good person so it would almost be kind of a batman and robin situation except it would be like batman and batwoman because they're they're vampires that's the whole joke um (laughs) but again there, there should never be there should not be another sequel at all no nope and uh so like you know they keep talking about how they're gonna make like craven the hunter or whatever but no it's not i think this is i think this is dead this is dead I mean, craven the hunter has a scheduled release i feel like they're gonna make the movie and it's gonna bomb because it looks bad do you think they'll, they're actually gonna make it i mean i can't will it be a batgirl situation where they'll make the movie That's... and then never actually release it that was the thought that i just had of like they're committed it was like well they were committed to a batgirl movie too and look where we are now right so ugh. I I don't know, man. It's in it's in post production, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I, Whenever a movie is released like this, I can't help but just ask, like, did they not do test audiences? Did they not like I don't know. Did they not like did they not sit there and actually watch the movie? Read their own script? I don't think anyone read the script. Themselves, this this movie just doesn't make sense, does it? No, it doesn't. We need to try something else. Yeah, I don't think anyone read the script for this movie, including any of the actors. It's just Ugh, movie's bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, so let's give it a rating. Is there something less than zero? I mean, negative one. Dang it. <laughs> I literally asked for that, and I just did not expect it. I'm going to give it... I am going to give it a uh, a Matt Smith dance, is what I'm going to rate no. this movie. That bad, huh? Yeah, that bad. Um... It's cringy. It makes you want to just stop. Like you, you kind of want to, you like, I think I may have talked to the screen at that point and been like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I believe that. Um, so you're giving it one Matt Smith dance out of 10. Um, I'm going to give it a one on a technicality. And that technicality is that it is technically a movie. Um, (laughs) so it it is on the scale. They put some effort into it. It was it was about as much as you would give, you know, throwing your trash away. But I mean, that's that is technically effort. Yeah. Which is the best kind of effort. Technically effort. <laughs> I'm there are people who tried very hard in this movie and those people, I think, deserve respect. Um, visually, I think this movie was not bad. I think the, tra- the I transitions think... of Matt Smith and Jared Leto to their vampire alter egos were the transitions were cool. Like, I think Jared Leto was a perfect casting for this role. That's not a compliment anymore. Like before <laughs> Suicide Squad, that would have been like, yeah, like that. He's really good. That high praise. That man won an Oscar. Like I know he. I think him as Morbius fit really well. It felt it. It, it felt good. So you were like, yeah. You were arguing that it should have worked. Yeah, it totally should have worked. Venom worked for whatever reason. Because Tom Hardy's amazing. And so I thought, okay, you know, I was a little skeptical with Jared Leto because he's such a weird dude. He's a weird dude. And and he still is a weird dude, but he did well in this movie. And I was like, huh, okay. And I don't know. I was actually okay with most of the movie until it was when he put the girl into the coma that he never actually came back to. So hopefully she's okay. But he put a girl into a coma 
Jay, and then Jay, you were okay with this movie until you were 25 minutes into this movie. That happens really early. Like the there's girl? there's the scene in Costa Rica, and then they flash back to Greece, and then yeah. there's the Nobel thing. Then he yeah. becomes the vampire, and then as soon as he becomes the vampire, he the ship lands, and he's back in the hospital, and he has to put her in an induced coma. Yeah, you were okay That's... with this movie for the first like 25 minutes of this movie. I was actually yes. <laughs> I was okay with this movie because I was like, okay, I was like, does it feel rushed? Yes, it does. But at the same time, we're having to get to the point where he's actually Morbius. So I I get that we're moving this along like it is. And then it was right after that, that the movie just started going down really fast right after that. And, uh, and so, yeah, but what came after that was so bad that it totally ruins anything that came before any good that had that happened before was completely destroyed. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't have good things to say about this movie. It's rare and I hate it. I hate not being able to point at something and be like, that was good. Cause it was, it was, it was bad. So bad. I'm hungry and you won't like me when I'm hungry. I'm genuinely, I'm surprised that was not an actual line in this movie. It was, was I not paying attention? Did I? He was in the prison. He was uh, talking to the detectives. <gasps> he in was, prison. and you, yes. And he was hungry, and he was like, "I'm hungry." And they were like, "Okay." And he's like, "You won't like me when I'm hungry." Oh my gosh, Jay, this movie is terrible. <laughs> this movie is so bad. <laughs> like I said, it went downhill really, really this fast. Movie is so horribly, abysmally bad. <laughs> um. So what are we? What are we reviewing for next time? And please tell me it's better than this. Oh yeah, heck yeah, it's better. Alien, 1979. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. This is a movie that we've referred to a few times in, in past episodes, but John has never actually seen. I, so I reference uh, Tuesday Night Movie Night somewhat frequently um, in everyday life, on my Twitter, on the show. Um, probably most episodes of the show, because we typically record on Wednesday, so I will talk about what right. we watched the previous day. Um, one of the categories we have for Tuesday Night Movie Night is uh, movies we've never seen but have always wanted to. Boom. It's genuinely, that is my pick, is Alien. Yeah. And and I'm picking the next the next category, Jay, so we could actually, like, I could force everyone on Tuesday Night Movie Night to watch Alien, and then we record about it. Let's go! I can't wait to hear what you what you think about that's what's gonna happen uh ariel if you're listening to this we i made the decision sorry (laughs) sorry not sorry well we were gonna pick like just take october to watch halloween movies and then go back and start the next category but the opportunity is too good it could Um, be it could you could put under the category of horror sci-fi it is it is a it is a suspense thriller it is a horror movie yeah um aliens the sequel is a sci-fi action movie which is really what i want to see but i can't see the sequel without having seen the original that's just why would you do that in what world is that acceptable we we had we had this discussion actually we we actually you know we should make a whole episode about that where what are what are movies that you could see the sequel without having to see the original Ooh, that would be fun yeah that would be really fun actually a challenge yeah absolutely so hmm, we might have to fit that into the schedule somewhere plan that out so we have planned through the end of the calendar year um we'll we'll start planning you know for the spring year shortly that i mean that's got to be on there man that's so fun conceptually that is a fun talking point yeah cool well uh I hope you enjoyed our uh, ringing endorsement of uh, <laughs> Morbius. Uh, if you want to go check it out on Netflix, don't. You, If you want to watch this movie, it is on Netflix. Or you could also, like, stub your toe on a table. <laughs> Probably more enjoyable because the pain is fleeting. That pain goes yes. away. The emotional pain of having watched this movie will stay with me forever. Yes. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of pain, oh, no. um, I... Uh, well, actually, I guess two things. First, it's more. This one's more comical. But I hit a deer. 
<laughs> Actually, it's funny if you listen to the last episode, like, which I like Muhammad you to do Ali, you, you just like hit a deer. Oh man, that'd be awesome. No, I didn't do <laughs> what that. What a story! I know, he right? Prize That's what I need deer. to start saying. So what happened? What happened to your arm? Well, we, I, I punched this deer in the face, dude. We, we touched gloves and then I just went at it, man. Like first round TKO winner, deer jerky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in fact, in the last episode, John and I had just talked about how it's mating season right now for a lot of the, the animals in Tennessee. Well, all over the yeah, place. But in our area specifically. In and uh, and so I had mentioned that I had already hit like a, a possum and a bunny and a, a groundhog, I think. Man. And so, You're collecting you know, a whole petting common. zoo. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm putting, I'm putting uh, like like the football players, I'm putting stickers on the side of my car for each animal I take <laughs> That's out. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just warning the rest then, of them uh, as you drive around yeah they're like man watch out for that guy well now i've got a whole headlight busted out and uh and a uh, my driver's side Holy. fender is also messed up uh but yeah it's uh it so the day after we recorded that episode is when i hit the deer mm, that's <laughs> oof i was on my way into work that morning and i saw him it was one of those things where i saw him running across the field and i thought He's going to huh. stop. He's going to stop. If I if I keep going the trajectory that I'm going, I'm going to run smack into him. Mm-hmm. And so I slammed on my brakes and I'm so glad I did because then he had the opportunity to at least attempt to jump over my car. Okay. And then but I hit his backside. Mm. So he he lived, he survived, he ran off. I did not get his insurance information. So How rude. I know. So they've got a a warrant out for his arrest for a hit and run, but anyway, so Man, that's way... He was a six-pointer. I'm trying to come up with something like call him Steph Curry, but he shoots three-pointers famously, so... Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm glad you're okay. But that's yeah, it. That's intense. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that was, that was was crazy. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say, too... Because I also hit a buffalo. Our... <laughs> My car... You know what I drive. My car would be completely destroyed. Yes. I would probably be dead. The buffalo tried to jump over my car, let me tell you. <laughs> My car is now paying. Not known for their vertical leaping ability. Nope. I'm trying to imagine that. A buffalo trying to jump over something. Anything. Like a, like a pebble. It's like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Sorry. On a much more serious note for our uh, friends down in Florida, uh, we're praying for you Absolutely. guys. I know you guys have a lot going on right now. Uh, so uh, hurricanes are scary. It's uh, hurricane season. So... It's one of those things I know you expect, but at the same time, it, you don't really think about it until it's actually happening to you. So, uh, you know, praying for you guys and your safety. And uh, and then also our friends. I don't know if we have anybody that actually listens in Russia. I know we have several that listen from, like, Germany. Um, but I know that situation in Russia right now is just... Phew, man, it is incredible. I don't know, John, have you seen like the the images of how many people are leaving Russia right now? Have you seen I them? haven't. That seems it suspect. Is, but... You need to look it up. It is incredible. Ooh. Like it is just mind blowing to see like imagine like the first episode, the first couple episodes of The Walking Dead when you have like the lines and lines and lines of cars trying to leave the city. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Okay. Like Ooh. it's it's incredible. That's heavy. So yeah, we're praying for you guys too. I know that situation is just very intense. So uh but we're thinking about you and uh hope that everything works out for the best. Um but I don't know, you got anything else? No, I think that's I think that's really about it. You know, just 
Okay. Wrapping up, uh, I have hit no animals uh, with my car. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, That's a success. <laughs> so um, I need to get an oil change. That's really as adventurous as I as I tend to get. <laughs> so, um, Jay, I'm very relieved to hear that you're safe, even though you have driven through a, a petting zoo. And again, we do... Pretty much. We do um, keep our, our friends in Florida and the people emigrating from Russia very much at the at the forefront of our minds in both of the, these hard times for both of both of those groups so that's yeah that's a that's a heavy way to end but we will yeah be back in two weeks right two two, two weeks. weeks with alien with alien one of the another of the iconic uh science fiction movies this one is of the 70s it was uh 79 right yeah 1979 in fact before we sign off let me look up real quick so that because i know some of you are going well i want to watch alien but i don't know where i can watch I that would, so give me just a second i would have to think they're on hulu because they have uh, the probably. they have the predator movies which is alien versus predator yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna so go straight me, to hulu i've got let's see alien uh uh they're on stars 19th, is that it when i search alien on hulu it says watch with stars add-on but it looks like the rest of them aliens is on stars alien covenant is watch with live tv alien versus predator is available prometheus is just on hulu alien versus predator requiem is just on hulu so it looks like the main line alien movies are on stars Okay. Which means I will. So it might be one that you have to rent, but or buy. Um, I personally, I would say buy it. It's one that you're not going to regret buying. It's uh, it's just it's one of those. You can rent it on YouTube. That's probably what I'm going to do. Oh yes, you can't yeah. always do. Remember, that. you can you can rent movies on YouTube now. That's, That's great. Right. Redbox. Yeah. Redbox. I'm surprised they actually have the boxes anymore. That, you can actually true. just use the app. Technology. All right. So that's it. We're done. <laughs> go uh, go have fun. Uh, be careful out there. Be safe. Uh, you can uh, check back with us in two weeks. And until then, nerd out.